A-L-L-P Podcast, yeah, we talk about that lesbian lifestyle. Sometimes it's deep. New episode, fourth day of the week. You already know that's Thursday. Just sit back, listen to that Ashley's Lesbian Lifestyle Podcast. Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Here we are again with another episode of ALLP. I hope everybody that's listening has had an absolutely amazing day. My day has been pretty good myself. I can't even really complain. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. I know right now it's holiday season, so a lot of y'all are out there trying to get gifts and you know, holiday shop, buy presents and all that good stuff for their friends, the family, the fam, bam, everybody, right? And uh, I feel for y'all right now. (laughs) I do, for real. Because as I mentioned a lot, we are in a recession right now. And so everybody that's making it, blessings, right? But then add in Christmas gifts for multiple people. Don't have kids. Don't have kids. Because if you have kids, then... And kids' gifts are expensive. You gotta buy shoes, clothes, toys, and toys be expensive as hell. The inflation is ridiculous. So for the people that got kids right now, God damn, you know, my my, I'm keeping you lifted in prayer. Okay, just know that from me to you. <laughs> and y'all know, for me, I don't do holidays too much. If you've been listening, you know why. Um, but I do just buy like little gifts for the people that I have in my life. So I have like what, three friends to buy gifts for and like little things for their kids, little stocking stuffers for the kids. Right. Um, but my go-to, I'm telling you holiday season, my go-to bath and body works candles because I love them. I love them. And I feel like every other person loves candles, right? Uh, Champagne toast, mahogany, bruh, don't do it. Don't do it keep those lit in my three wick I give those out I give those out and I give out um like Starbucks cups you know how it comes with the 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 glass like coffee mug and then it comes with like hot cocoa or something like that you can get it at like uh where is it where I begin um bed bath and beyond you can get little stuff like that little stocking stuffers for the kids and stuff like that you know little stuff like that but I'm saying that those are little gifts I could not imagine in this economy having to buy for a whole family I'm telling you I couldn't imagine if I had kids right now if I was raising kids and I'd be like listen it's canceled Santa said not today <laughs> not this year <laughs> When I tell you times it's hard, all right? (laughs) But let's just hop right into the episode. However, before we do that, I kind of want to give like a little, you know, hey, listen. We are talking about mother wounds on this episode. And this is in no way to say anyone's mother that is a part of this episode here today has done a terrible job with their child. We're not saying that. We're not taking shots at our parents, right? We're just discussing mother wounds and how they affect us. And this is a previously recorded episode, what you are about to hear next, um, with my guest, as you will be introduced to. Um, But I just, hey, mother wounds, sometimes you have them, sometimes you don't. We have all been a child and sometimes our parents have unhealed traumas that they then bleed on their children, which then creates issues for those human beings and 
it is not our fault, but it is our responsibility to heal those things, right? And they show up in tons of places in our lives, you know, relationships, our decision-making, what type of partners that we'll go to, what type of jobs we'll pick, our friendship choices, the dynamics in those, where we live is just a, how we keep our home. There's a lot of different stuff that, you know, is under the umbrella of, of mother wounds, right? And I just really just wanted to get that out before we got into the episode. But hey, let's get into it. And y'all already know what we're talking about. Today, we are discussing mother wounds. And I've been wanting to do this topic or this episode for a while, but I just didn't know how to do it, like what the rollout would be, because it's a heavy topic. And I know a lot of people deal with it. It's not talked about enough, although I think it should be. Um, But on this episode, episode 115, actually, um, I have a guest, my second guest of the whole podcast. But um, I have Shaq on here today. Hey, Shaq. Hey, Ashley. Thanks for having me. No problem. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Can't complain. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for being a a guest on the podcast today. Um, Actually, the way that this even happened is I was scrolling on TikTok because y'all know I'll be on TikTok all the time. And um, I came across Shaq's video and she was like talking about some deep shit. She probably didn't even know how deep it was. But like (laughs) (laughs) I seen it and I was like, all right, you know. I'm picking up what you putting down and I hit her up and I was like hey would you be a guest and she was like what you say Shaq <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah I definitely like you said I feel like this is definitely a conversation that a lot of people just like need to have as far as just like it's something that people don't really talk about but it literally impacts every area of your life so I was definitely down to connect with you yes all right so just getting it to mother wounds for the people who don't know what a mother wound is you know i love a good google search so according to google you know mother wound it says the pain wounding and trauma that that's carried by a mother and is yeah let me i'm gonna do it over everybody listen check i be stumbling and stuttering over my words. We're going to get it together, together. We're going to get through this together. All right. So the pain, wounding, and trauma that's carried by a mother and inherited by her children with daughters facing the brunt of this wound. Ooh. Right. It's so <laughs> Right. And the fact that it's like they emphasize like daughters, like not sons, daughters facing the brunt of it is crazy. It's wild. Mm-hmm. And so that's the definition of it. Would you have, if somebody was like, what's an example of mother wounds? Would you have like a good one? Um, I'm definitely feeling like the whole passed down trauma thing. Like it's definitely a cycle for when like, for example, like my mom, I know that she has like a couple of like rocky situations with her mom. Um, and that's something that she just kind of held on and passed down. And then that came over to me because it's just like mm-hmm. a, how do I even put this? It's just like, when you go through that situation, you tend to just do what you've been taught or what you've been shown. So while it Mm -hmm. may not always just be like intentional, it's just like, okay, well, this is how my mom did me. This is how I learned to mother. This is how I learned to show love. So this is how I show you. Um, And I think it gets into that whole thing to where like, even though this is how it's always been done, it doesn't mean it's right. So I would definitely say that that, just like that whole process of like, trauma that you went through with your parents taking that on and passing that on to the next like that is just like that whole cycle of mother wounds 
Yes, I definitely agree. And the fact that like Mother Moons, it it's it's everything that you've ever known, right? And mm-hmm. it's so in there. Even down to the point of people don't even know, like, even the way, and this isn't associated with mother wounds, but just how second nature that things are. Like, we buy the same detergent that our, you know, parents used to buy, Mm -hmm. or we fold towels the way that our parents used to fold towels. It's the same thing with, like, getting bad habits, you know, inheriting negative uh, or even toxic traits. And it does go into every aspect of your life, including relationships, um friendships the way you treat yourself everything yeah for sure and for me one of the biggest mother wounds that I would say would be I mean like the listeners know I'm a recovering people pleaser and after becoming aware I understand that that personality trait that whole thing that was the way I was socialized I please or I used to please people or say yes to things that I wanted to say no to because I was raised like that. You can't say no to your parents. No, what no wasn't an option. No, for sure. And I, I feel like that is just like the perfect example. And especially how they can just translate to all areas of your life. Like if you grow up in an environment to where like who you are and your opinions, all those things like those weren't encouraged when you grow up, you try not to like shake the boat. So like if you're in relationships, you may not try to make like your partner angry because you don't want that pushback. Mm-hmm. Or if you're at work, like you may not speak up on certain projects because it's just like, you don't know, you're not sure. Like your opinions have never really been valued or highlighted. So you don't really know how to do that when you're going to like these relationships, these jobs and things like that. So I definitely feel that as like the perfect example. Yes. And what did you, because I feel like you, it seems like you are very aware of like, you know, mother wounds and all that other stuff. And what would you say was the thing that made you become aware? What was the thing that was like, oh, this isn't this isn't good or I, I should change this. What was that? I would definitely say just it was my relationships. Like it started off to where I just I didn't say anything. Like if my feelings were like hurt I would just kind of keep that to myself and then like I'm blowing up and to them like it may look like oh like this is just one little thing you've blown up over but it's like no actually this 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 has happened I just never said anything and that's not healthy because then you don't really give people a chance to kind of adjust or change or even apologize or take accountability Um, I think just because I was so afraid of like a reaction or like speaking up or just like showing how I was and how I was feeling like I didn't know how it would be like perceived I just kept it to myself Um, So just kind of seeing that happen over and over my relationships, I was like, okay, girl, like we can't keep doing this. So boom, got into therapy, started recognizing that pattern. And now it is, now I'm pretty good with it. Like if things like hurt my feelings, I try to pick and choose which ones because I am still a little sensitive, but I try to, um, I try to be very vocal about when things like hurt my feelings or upset me or make me feel some type of way. Um, but then also just not even that, but also highlighting when like people do things that make me happy. Cause like people don't want to hear like criticism all the time. Like I definitely feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like now and learning that the next thing is, okay. So when you are now in spaces to where like you're expressing yourself and sharing your feelings and like, it's still not going nowhere or it's still not being received well, or you're still getting pushed back. Like, how do you kind of handle that? Like, do you show yourself and it doesn't work out and you just kind of walk away? Like, that, I feel like, is the place that I'm in right now. Just trying to figure out 
now that I express myself, show my feelings, and I'm capable of opening up, like, what's next? Like, what do I do after I Mm -hmm. express myself to you? But it was failed relationships. That was the first thing. That was the first red flag to you. Like, ooh, what happened in those? Yes, especially my most recent one. I was just like, we're like, I don't know. Like, I I am. (laughs) It'd be like that. (laughs) I'm like, okay, like before you I was not you feel me like showing out my feelings I was holding things in I was blowing up now this recently I have expressed myself I have did a b and c I've done mm-hmm. all of the therapy things and it's still not working like what's t what's going on so I feel like just a combination of just like those relationships made me realize okay girl like let's figure out what's happening okay yeah that was basically the same thing with me it was the failed relationships that made me take a second look at things like why does this continue to happen? Mm-hmm. What the hell is happening? Is it me? And I mean, it was. It was. Well, it was sometimes me. It wasn't me all the time. Sometimes it was then. Mm-hmm. But once I took, <laughs> once I took a deeper look, it was just like, there's a reason. With everything, there was a reason I would have reactions, even down to like, you know, when you put something somewhere and somebody moved your shit, and then now you go back to look for it and it's not there. And whenever that would happen, like my partner would move it, I would blow the fuck up. I was like, where? Why did you? And it was like, that's not, you don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, I was in that environment. That's all my mom did was like, you don't move her shit. Mm-hmm. And relationships was the the first thing that made me look into it. And also I had an ex that turned the mirror, like you doing a whole lot of negative shit. You should look into that. And that was helpful as well to have someone around that yes shined a mirror that wasn't a part of it that was in a different place than I was and that wanted to lift me up you know but oh go ahead and I was gonna say that is amazing like you said just to have someone like that to kind of speak that into you and kind of check you but in a loving way Mm -hmm. like a lot of people don't have that like a lot of people just meet fire with fire so I'm definitely glad that you had someone who was like okay girl like girl I love you but let's let's figure this out Yeah, but that constructive criticism can be a bitch sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that can sting, but you got to spit the bones out when you eat the meat. Like, you got to take what you can and then ignore the rest of it. But, yeah, that was very helpful to me in my process of of growing. Um, But about mother wounds, obviously it's titled Mother Wounds. So after becoming aware of it and knowing that it is something that was inherited that your mom did, you know, intentionally, unintentionally, whatever the case may be, how do you, do you feel that that is something that you are to go to your parents about or to your mom about and yell at them like, you did this to me? Or do you feel like it's on you? Oh, that is a good question. And a little bit of both, to be honest, Um, I feel like in therapy, like adult me is understanding. I can be empathetic and like, okay, well, this happened to you. And okay, so it's like, but like inner me is still a little angry sometimes. Um, And I actually had a conversation with my mom um, a couple days back. Um, She just kind of asked me how therapy was going. Um, And actually it's crazy. She saw (laughs) my video. Um, the one I saw? <laughs> yes. Damn. <laughs> okay, what's she say? What's she say? Okay, so I feel like she was trying to hit around it, but she asked me how therapy was going, and then she jumped right into it and was just like, you know, other than, you know, like, you, 
their divorce and um, I had lost a cousin um, when we were younger. That cousin lived with us, so it was more of like a brother. Um, but she's like, other than that, like, what traumatic experiences have you had? And that was just kind of crazy to me. Cause I'm like, girl, your divorce was not traumatic to me. Like that is nowhere near, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what childhood we both was looking at, but girl, didn't nobody care about the divorce. Right. Um, <laughs> so I told her, I was like, the main things that just kind of oomph to me is one, I feel like you didn't talk to me. Um, if I did something wrong, it immediately went into, you keep it PG, like a whooping or a spanking. I was like, you did not talk to me. You didn't ask me why I was doing this. You didn't ask me like anything or you didn't tell me. Um, you know, you don't do this because of this. It was just like no conversation immediately to the SmackDown. And I'm just like, I really would appreciate it if you would have just talked to me. Like we could have just had a conversation. And then I also told her, um, I feel like my younger sisters, they got to have hobbies. They got to play basketball. They got to do all the things. Um, but when I was 15, girl, you made me get a job. And I was like, I feel like I really didn't have time to like be a kid or explore my childhood and explore what I wanted to do. And I was like, those are two things that I've really held like a lot of resentment and pain over because I feel like I didn't one have that chance to be a child. And two, like you didn't talk to me. And I'm not sure growing up, like I wasn't sure how to talk to other people. Like when someone did something that I didn't like, my immediate reaction was to just get angry and to blow up and explode. So like I feel like those are two things that yeah, we had a whole little conversation about that. And what I did appreciate is that she apologized. Um, and then mm. she also acknowledged that, you know, like, this that's what happened to me. I didn't know any better. And, you know, like, that doesn't make it right. But we didn't have, like, the resources, like, therapy and all the things that you all have today. Um, but she did thank me for sharing with her. Um, she did no, apologize. thank you for sharing. Your yes. mom? Yes. And listen... My mom today is crazy because I'm just like growing up and who you are today is it, two totally different people. Like it was SmackDown mom back in the day, but now she is a little just more open and understanding. And she's had a little bit of therapy too um, since we've been adults now. So I, I definitely think that it's working out in her favor, but she definitely thanked me for sharing. She asked me if I had anything else. She was like, if you can't think of it now, we can talk about it later. What? She apologized. I'm telling you, I was blown away. I told my Mom, therapist. Mom, tell me you're just <laughs> Okay, keep going. Keep okay. Going. I told my therapist she was blown away. She asked me, was a mom in therapy? I said, well, not currently, but, you know, she has been. And that, I feel like that really helps. Like, again, I will say, like, as an adult, I felt like her just kind of explaining the whole process of, you know, uh, like, that happened to me and, like, I didn't know any better and I'm trying to raise you on my own. Like, I feel like as an adult, I understand that. But just, like, when I was younger, like, girl, I'm not understanding. I'm just mad. Like, I'm just trying to figure out why my mom is just out here doing all these things. And it's just, like, you're not even talking to me about it. Like, it's just, like, your way or the highway. You're always angry. I'm always angry. Like, it, 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 it was too much. It was too much. But... Yeah, I definitely feel like that conversation, it opened the door to have more conversations in the future. Now, I ain't going to go run her down with every single thing that happened in life. But <laughs> just knowing that we have that space now to where we can finally talk to where growing up, yeah. I could not talk to her about these things. So I definitely appreciate that. That is big. You said a whole lot. You were oh. really saying something <laughs> like your mom. Th hold on. For one, your mom listened. We're just going to start there. Your yes. mom listened. Mm hmm. She thanked you for sharing. She apologized. 
and said come back for more like if you got anything else come back i'm here okay like it was it was the accountability for me it was the openness and just being receptive so i know a lot of people don't have that like even to this day some people's parents aren't receptive or can't even admit what they did was wrong um and i guess prior to that conversation my mom didn't even realize like some of the things that she had done and how they had impacted me so sometimes parents they just don't know and sometimes mm. maybe they aren't even open to like listening to it like because they're so used to it they're so accustomed to it i mean it it was common back in their childhood. It happened to them. They don't think anything is wrong with it. Like she had no idea I felt these way about these things until we had that conversation and then she apologized. So yeah, I definitely appreciated that. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, yeah, you are blessed. I, that's a lot. Damn, my heart is like, damn, but I'm a healing. So I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna get well. But I remember my situation, like when I went to my mom, because I didn't go to her in a, like, accusatory way like every decision every wrong decision I make is because of you I didn't do that yeah I went to her like tried to have a conversation like hey let me talk to you real quick you know like um so like the way I was raised you know uh it was some things in there I want to talk about and she immediately defends and I'm not listen I love my mom love her to life I'm not saying anything wrong I'm not saying anything wrong okay <laughs> but my mom it's either she doesn't remember it didn't happen or it wasn't so bad mm -hmm. and just completely not validating and so because that was my experience that's when I was like okay yeah this isn't and just for me I love what you have but in my situation it was like okay this is something personal that I have to heal on my own yeah. without her because mm, like she's not gonna be no help like she doesn't see anything wrong or she doesn't see the the fault in that but that was big I love that was your mom is doing it I mean my mom doing a good job too but your mom really doing a good job you know <laughs> no, that's what I, I'm sorry you had that experience like I yeah I, I definitely feel for that it's like it's just like a it's hard to hear that stuff like I mean I'm not a parent myself but I can only imagine just as a person like it can be hard to hear that what you thought was your best or what you were doing was traumatic to someone else. Like that can be hard to, and not excusing it at all. Um, but that can be hard to hear. So uh, I'm definitely, you know, cheering you on as you continue to go on with your healing. <laughs> send positive vibes my way if you can. Send positive vibes, especially that's something that you do have to like, kind of learn how to move on from like without getting that apology. Cause sometimes you won't always get that. Um, so yeah, definitely right. sending that, that love and light your way. I appreciate that. And just talking about, since I discussed, you know, what I went through with my mom and how she reacted to when I tried to have the conversation of mother wounds or, you know, just my childhood in general, um, a way that I feel I got over that or that other people can get over that for me, my shit was real deep. Like, I gathered pictures from childhood because I knew that my mom couldn't be a part in it. So like childhood pictures, I'm looking at those, like talking to the little girl, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not your fault. You know, you're strong and stuff like that. Cause those childhood wounds, I would find that like things that I was told or when I would get yelled at or even whoopings and stuff like that as an adult, some of that stuff would still make me cry as an adult woman, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the bottom of it, that's not your adult self that's crying because you understand 
this is like all that my mom just had trauma and bled on me it's not necessarily my fault and kind of not hers either but it was her responsibility but when you feel that way when you think back on your childhood and you feel those emotions that's that little kid inside of you still you know like going through it and for me it was kind of coming to the realization of not justifying why it was done, but understanding the reason it was and that that none of that, anything I was called, anything that was done to me did not define me. It wasn't my fault. And that kind of made it a little bit easier, you know, that's around. And, you know, moving forward in the spirit of mother wounds and how it affects you in every other aspect of your life. But as far as friendships, do you feel like that has had an impact in that realm of your life? Most definitely. I feel like it it made me a, I don't want to say hard person, but yeah, it made me kind of difficult to be friends with um, just because I was not good with like confrontation or like conflict. Um, when people would do things that like hurt my feelings, like my first thought is just to cut them off. Um, you, you can't do that. Like people are going to upset you. They are going to hurt you. They're going to do all the things. Like, I mean, that happens. Um, you have a conversation with it. Um, and either, you know, y'all work it out, y'all keep pushing or, you know, that's the end of the relationship, but I would never give that chance. Um, and I feel like growing up just because again, like I wasn't sure how to have those conversations, build those connections, sustain those relationships. I didn't know how to do that as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, so my immediate reaction is when someone would do something that seemed bad, like block. And it didn't matter like how long we had been friends or whatever we was going through, like, oop, I'm mad, I'm angry, I'm emotional, block, it's over. And that's not cool. Like you can't just be out here blocking people, getting rid of people, because now you causing them trauma and stuff. It's just <laughs> <laughs> the cycle continues and it's crazy. Like so yeah, I would say like my immediate reaction would just be like with friendships, it would just be to cut them off. And that's that that's not cool. Like you can't just be out here doing it to people. No, it's a good thing that you said that. And everybody that's listening to the podcast right now knows why it's a good thing you said that. Because they know I will cut you off. I will block. <laughs> I will change my number. And no, you are correct. That is not a good thing. That's not a. That's not something to gloat about. Like, I know a lot of people like, my cutoff game is a thousand. Mm-mm. It's like, that's not a good thing, though. It's trauma behind it. You got to look into it. For sure. Like, yeah, it's definitely not a good thing to just be out here. Because you got trauma and stuff you ain't healed from. You out here passing it on to other people. Like, that's crazy. And I feel like I was the same person in my friend group. Like, they knew not to make me upset because, like, of how I react. And now I got my friends over here tiptoeing around me. And it's just like, girl, <laughs> not it's, it's doing too much. It's doing too much. So I'm very grateful now for, like, I can have these conversations with them. Um, like, you know, hey, if, like, I'm feeling the type of way or whatever the case may be, if my feelings are hurt. And, some, like, most times it's not intentional. Because I, like, most people around you that are your friends that care about you, they're not trying mm-hmm. to do these things that hurt you. Um, you know, like, they have their own it's traumas that triggers. they're dealing with. Yep. They have their own trauma, their own triggers. Um, I have my own trauma, my own triggers. Like, mm-hmm. everyone has something that they're dealing with or holding on to or trying to work through. And then those come together. It can get a little crazy, but yeah, I definitely feel like those have impacted our friendships as well. Now that we talked about everything, or I feel like it's everything. Do you feel like you want to go back on anything or you feel like you good? We we went over a lot. I really liked when you was basically saying like how you can understand it, not to justify it. Um, But it was something else that you mentioned about um, 
while it's not their fault, they still were kind of responsible because the same way, like we are choosing to like break that whole generational thing and choosing differently for ourselves, they could have done the same thing. So that's something that just kind of stuck with me when you said that. I'm just like, ooh, okay, they kind of hit a little bit. Yeah, because if you think about it, every parent from back in the day, they'll say there was no guidebook. No one told us how to be parents. And it's just like kind of for one, there are and there were back then. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, I don't know how people just popping out kids and not having no second thought into how I'm going to treat them, what their future is going to be like, what is our relationship going to be like? And it's like when they don't heal those wounds, when they don't heal that, yeah, they just bleed on every, on everything and everybody. And it's unfortunate it that sometimes turns people into like them, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. And that, that's another good point too. It's just like that cycle is going to continue until someone is just like, okay, like we've had enough. Unfortunately, in this situation, it's going to be us. But that's also fortunate in the same respect. Like, we are realizing, okay, like, this has been happening for generations. We're seeing how it's playing out. We're seeing how it impacts us in our work and in our relationships and family. It's packing every area of our lives, and we're deciding, you know what, like, we don't want to continue this. We want to be different. If we, if we go on to have children, like, we don't want to be what we experience. So, yeah. Right. I agree with that. And... Um, just a couple things that would help in everybody's mother wounds is different because every mom is different, but just to, if you're trying to heal those, just do a lot of, just nurture yourself. You got to do a lot of positive self-talk, mm-hmm. uh, protect your energy and apologize to your younger self. Again, it wasn't your fault, but still it's like, damn, that was still you. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I'm sorry, little one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so is there anything that you would say to your younger self, having, if nothing changed, just having been through everything that you've been through and having gotten to the point where you are aware now, what would you say to your younger self? Yes, just because like, I know, like, that's a good question, a good question. (laughs) Um, Just kind of like younger me, like all I wanted was just like the love and the hugs and the nurturing environments and the Brady Bunch and all the stuff that I saw on TV, like that is what I wanted. Um, so what I would just tell her is basically just like to keep her light on, like keep your light, keep who you are. Um, don't let the world or anything that has happened to you or that will happen to you in the future. Don't let it destroy you. Um, I would definitely tell a little Shaq that she is capable of just like breaking the cycle. Um, that was actually one thing my dad told me when I was growing up and back then it didn't hit so I'm just like, why is you telling me that I got to be the one to break the cycle? Like, you need to go tell my mom this. Um, so I feel like it's on was, you, Shaq. That's why I'm like, I'm 13. What did you say to me right now? Um, but it's possible. It was possible for me to do that. And I am working on doing that. So I would definitely tell younger me that I'm capable of breaking that cycle. I don't have to continue to be what I've been through. Um, and that I'm like, I'm enough. Like who I am as a person is enough. And if anybody in anything makes you feel differently or tells you any differently, like they, they for real, can, they can get the block button. They can kick rocks. Like I am okay who I am as a person. Yes. Yes. That I'm enough one hit different. Mm-hmm. That I'm enough is that hit different. I would say it's the same thing for me. Mine would be, you can do anything that you put your mind through as simple as it is, as simple as it sounds, as cliche as it sounds. No one ever told me that. 
So you can do anything that you put your mind through. And yeah, you are enough. And not that any of that would have healed those mother wounds, but it sure would, it would have made a difference had we had been sure. told that, right? Mm -hmm. But, yes. oh, my bad. Go ahead. Oh, I was say, uh, it's basically just speaking to yourself and telling yourself what you wanted and what you needed to hear growing up. Um, just to kind of counterbalance all the other things that was going on. Just like speaking that life into yourself. Mm-hmm. Pouring into yourself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think like, oh, what if I had been poured into or what if I had been encouraged or what if, what if? That's not a good thing to do, even though sometimes you can get lost into it. But like, mm -hmm. that's not a good thing to sit there and be like, what if, you know, we are where we are and we can make our future better. Just make the changes, the necessary changes. You are aware and you can make your future better. For sure. Like we definitely we, we can't control what has already happened. I mean, like it, it is what it is, but we can't control like how we move and what's going on going forward. Well, our actions and how we move going forward. Right. I definitely agree. And yeah, y'all, thank you for Thank you so much, Shaq, for being a part of this episode. Where can people find you? on? Well, you say you only have TikTok. So what is your TikTok? <laughs> yeah, I only have TikTok. Um, it is underscore champagne clouds. You want to spell that just for the people who, I you know, it, it is a little long. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> under, okay, because hold on. Say you spell champagne. Underscore C-H-A. <laughs> right. <laughs> M-P-A-G-N-E-C-L-O-U-D-S. Champagne clouds with underscore at the front. All right. That's where you can find Shaq. And I'm telling you, when you go on her TikTok, you're going to be stopped just like I was. You're going to be like, hey, do you want to be friends or do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but with me, y'all already know what it is. A-L-L-P underscore podcast. And that's not on TikTok. That is on Instagram. One more time. A-L-L-P underscore podcast. And as always, thank you, Shaq. And as always, until next time, y'all.